Now in the DRC, the Chinese cobalt producer to double Congo's output with the eye in the top spot there. Well, $2 billion investment held is by the second largest producer of cobalt. If you remember, cobalt goes into the castles that make lithium-ion batteries. These are rechargeable batteries that go into just about anything we use, laptops, phones, and all that. So after only Glencore, China molybdenum is, 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 is aiming to more than double its production to about 34,000 tons per annum. This is this is just another one of those stories, isn't it, that the largest producer of cobalt is the DRC, but the second largest producer is is, is China molybdenum. So there you have it. It's, 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 a, it's an exciting investment, but the question is where are the African investors in all this? Mm-hmm. In Mozambique, Africa's first floating gas plant arrived there. Yes, it's a, it, this is a very exciting. It is by the Italian company ENI, and and there are other pending projects by Total and I think Chevron. All of them running into billions of dollars. Just just think about how Russell could have made a lot of a lot of money out of this project or in, in this project, in the Rovuma Basin. This is a floating liquefied natural gas project. So it's got the capacity to process millions and millions of, of tons of, of liquefied natural gas because, I mean, Mozambique and Mozambique and Tanzania up north are large producers of this of this petroleum product. But it's, it's, it's good for Mozambique, if you recall, that it has been suffering under the bad PR that resulted from its overspending and undisclosed loans. So to see investment by multinationals like that is very interesting, especially if you recall that Indian investors were withdrawn from the coal project there. So it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful project to see, and Mozambique needs this in every every respect, Elvis. And then in Kenya, how KFC in Kenya got fried over its chip shortage. Yeah, it's it's an annoying story because the spokesperson for KFC, Jack Tennyson, telling the local newspaper, The Standard, that KFC in Kenya could not buy locally produced potatoes. And, and because they wanted to import, they normally import potatoes that have been prepackaged or pre-sliced from Egypt. Now, if you think about it, the second most produced crop or most consumed crop in Kenya is potatoes and produced by local farmers, especially small to medium farmers. Now, for an international chain which sells chicken, fried chicken and and chips to the locals to say they can't source potatoes when Kenyan farmers are being forced to literally dump their potatoes which they produce. And and all KFC said was, well, these farmers haven't undergone the quality assurance processes to make sure that their products are suitable for consumption. Then the Kenyans are turning around saying, wait a minute, we've been eating these potatoes for a very long time. What do you mean they are not safe? And so it just became that. And, and obviously competitors like Burger King and Chicken Inn started running campaigns of people eating locally produced potatoes and saying, hey, we've got enough supplies of potatoes. So it's just one of those PR blunders. Even if you have a problem, I don't think you want to tell people who produce potatoes that their potatoes are not safe for consumption. 
function because you want to import them from the North African country. So it's, it's <laughs> one of those blunders that you are going to have to avoid making. But there you go. Doing business in Africa is not for sissies.